Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Hawkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Ah, uh, yes, a Jeff Calkins spot after what has unfortunately become a rare occurrence after a Grizzlies win. But Jeff Calkins is a columnist at the Daily Memphian, also hosts the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, streamers. Streamers, all we do is win. There is a home win for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, that was good news. That was good news. I celebrated by getting my Christmas tree today. First time ever, by the way, that I've gotten my Christmas tree in, in November. When do you get your Christmas tree? Um, I have it year-round. I have a fake one. You have it? Oh, yeah. you've got a fake Wait, hey, do you, wait, wait why, okay, when, can I just say this, though? Uh-huh. Oh, it's been, it gets put up right around Thanksgiving. So usually really? it's up when, when I have people over for Thanksgiving, the family. Wow. Yeah, but you do the real, you do the real tree. Always, yeah. Always okay. do the real tree. Okay. Um, and Any now, particular little... reason? Does it just feel wrong to have the fake tree? I, I think a lot of it is what you have grown up with, right? If, if you grow up with having real trees and, you know, I grew up on 20 acres and we actually could cut down trees and stuff. And so I've always had a real tree and I thought sort of, you just, I grew up in a real tree family. And so I have real trees. Now, the other thing about the real tree is they smell like real trees. Yes. You know? And the <laughs> you, needles you actually, get everywhere. No, but you, it's nice. I, that, a tree smells wonderful. Now, it is more, you know, you save over time by, on money by having a fake tree because this was pretty cheap, though. It was, it was Home Depot. I felt a little bad because you feel like you should go to some mom-and-pop thing or an optimist club that's right. selling it to raise money or whatever else. And, um, but I just made the decision that, you know, these are tough times, and uh, I wanted to spend as little as possible. So what do you think an eight-foot uh, Christmas tree from Fraser Fir Christmas tree from Home Depot cost? I have no earthly idea. Uh, right around a hundred bucks, hundred fifty, eighty-nine dollars, eighty-nine dollars. Okay. I thought that was pretty not bad. I think to, to get out for a less than a hundred bucks, and I, this is the problem. If I went to the one of those lots, you know, that you see yeah. everywhere, I think I'd be well over a hundred. So um, anyway. Uh, it is funny how they do it now at Home Depot, <laughs> you know, because you, you don't have a, you don't get a real tree, so you are, are 
party to this, but they they cut off the little the little, little, little little they cut off the branches at the very bottom for you if you want, mm-hmm. and then they cut off they make a fresh cut on the on the you know on the trunk or the tree whatever so 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 water can get in whatever else. Yeah. When they do that now at Home Depot, and this is how liability and lawyers work, <laughs> they put up a gate. Even they, they just have an electric chainsaw. It's not some, you know, thing that's going to necessarily cut off your leg. But they then put this folded, put the, they have this gate that, um, that folds that is between you and the tree. So you are nowhere near the cutting operation. It's just interesting. And, and then, then it also didn't offer to tie the tree to the roof. Now, maybe they do that some places, or we, we didn't ask. <laughs> And it's fine. Mine fits it. I drive a minivan, so it fits right. It's it even an eight foot tree. But I bet that's liability too. I bet they don't tie it to the roof because See? if that tree comes flying off and someone dies, you know, there's liability there. Get you your own sh- tree. You shoved the eight foot tree into your car, into your van. I shoved an eight foot tree into my van. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that works. It's, a, it's the, the van is longer than. Get you some feet. bungee cords or something, and just sort of. What's wrong with the what, What's in your hands? I don't know. I don't know. It's it just feels would, like it would be. The whole thing, I mean, eight people, foot. How long? How long is the van? Longer than eight feet. Yeah, it feels like it would. It feels like it would take up way too much space. It'd be it uncomfortable be drive back to the house. Wasn't uncomfortable at all. Like <laughs> and, and wasn't even like the the tree trunk was up near my head or anything. It was. It did poke a little tiny bit into the front seat. Yeah. But, um, you know, some people have little fake pine trees that they hang from their mirror just to get the smell of a pine tree. I got it the natural way by shoving the whole damn tree in the minivan. Yet another reason, by the way, to have the minivan. To own a minivan. <laughs> As to the Grizzlies, yes, it was good to see the streamers. I've, it is funny. Like, never have so many paid so much attention to streamers before in their life. Right. But, uh, but it, it, it did become a symbol, and it was nice to see them fall. And um, and so that was good. Now, whether they discovered any yeah. recipe that will, I'm more dubious about that. Here's, I'll tell you what I thought the key to the recipe, and see see if you think this is going to last. I thought the key, the key factor that they unlocked, was playing the jazz without Lauren Mark. Yes, that that <laughs> that was the key. That's why going into the game they were favored. You know, this wasn't some grand upset they pulled off. But then they also. To me, actually, it was kind of amazing. They played, they played really well, in a in a way that can all these things happen. Here are the things that happen. Desmond Bain played well. Not he didn't go off, but he played well. Nine assists, nine assists, points, yeah. whatever. Um, uh, Jaron played really well. Twenty points, six blocks. Just Jaron was whatever, really good. They put uh, Derrick Rose and David Roddy back into the starting lineup. Yep. Both played really well, shot really well. Five three-pointers from David Roddy. Um, D. Rose with 14 points, nine assists, I think, seven assists. What was it? So um, they played really well and energetically and all of that. And then off the bench, you got efficient scoring from Zaire Williams. Shot well, three of three from three. And, um, and you also got Santi Aldama. So you get all of that. If you get all of that every night, you will win more than of the of the games remaining, the eight games remaining before job returns, you will win more than two of them. But what are the odds you're going to get all those things every night? And you sort of need all of those things or most of those things to give yourself even a chance. That shows how thin the margin 
of error is for this team right now. And again, I just chalk it up to like that that Jazz team's no good and you needed that win. And I, I will say this for Taylor Jenkins, it sort of felt like <laughs> and I know he probably it's not like he, he referenced Twitter to go come up with a starting lineup and a rotation, but it felt like the Twitter favorites got the got the nod last night. That's what it felt like ultimately. Uh, well, Vince Williams, you mean, because he got some run. Jalen Noel has been getting a little love since the 10-day got got, signed. Yeah, he got a little run. I, I, I mean, the bigger switch was the starting lineup. Um, right. And, and I, you know, I thought that was the bigger change. And it's just funny because I remember when moving Santi into the starting lineup was supposed to be the answer. right? Right. And now it's like moving him. And I actually think it makes sense. You only have three bigs. You're going to need one of them to come off the bench. Plus, in terms of you need, you want some scoring off the bench. So I think it makes sense, actually. But then I remember some said the key was a you know bench and Jake Gilliard. But I remember when putting him in the starting lineup was the key to winning. You know, people thought yep. that was good. That that was of course because that then moved Marcus Smart off the ball because um, he was a disaster when he was on the ball, and you don't have that issue now because Marcus Smart isn't playing. So. Um, I thought he obviously pushed the right buttons last night. Um, and I do think, listen, when you have this very clear, you know, tumultuous couple of days with Marcus Smart going off and Derek Rose saying things and the team focusing on communication and all of that, it can go any couple of ways. And the fact that it went in a positive direction, that everyone did seem to see the urgency and pull together yeah. – I think it's a good thing, right? I mean, it shows they haven't given up on each other or or the season or whatever else. So that was good. But mostly, it was just a relief to see people having fun again. And that goes from the coaches to the players to the people in the stands. It is pretty wild to think about. Like, uh, when they were in the playoffs last year against the Lakers, what's it, four guys that got even some minutes in that series? Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, David Roddy, and Santi. That's all they. That's what they're left with right now. That is insane when you really think about it. Yeah, it is, and that's and, and that's the truth. Is that you, you talk about the Twitter group uh, criticisms and whatever, yeah. and I and there is criticism on Twitter of all kinds of things. I do think that most people just understand that they've been dealt a woefully bad hand, yeah, uh, like a freakishly bad hand, um, and. Whatever you think of all the other reasons and whatnot, it really begins with, um, and the fundamental problem is, you know, they're missing, what did we say in the end, five, six, how many of their best players, five of their eight best players. If you start with Brandon, Stephen Adams, Ja, Luke, Marcus, Luke. And Marcus Smart, <laughs> five of their top eight, right? Like, come on, that's just ridiculous. Yep. Yep. It's ridiculous. You take any team and strip them of five of their top eight, and they're gonna, and all of a sudden, there's gonna be a crisis, and there won't be a lot of streamers. And so, uh, you know, we you can analyze it all you want. Vince Williams should be playing, shouldn't be playing, whatever else. But that's where obviously the problem, and I think most fans understand that. And as I said in my column that I wrote. I really think the the overwhelming feeling is just sort of sadness amongst the fans. Like that that what? 
they were like two years ago in particular, this team was the most fun team in the NBA, yep. right? And played with, among other things, they weren't just good, they were joyful. And they mm-hmm. were joyful in each other. And they played with an exuberance that was infectious. And then all of a sudden to go to this, you know, sort of carcass of a team yeah. <laughs> that, that is, that is, you know, well, we got to learn to talk to, you, to each other, like whatever. Right. It's just crazy how jarringly fast it happens. And, um, you know, hopefully it, we've gotten through most of it, the Joss stuff. You know, we've gotten only eight games remaining. And so you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Now, uh, one of my big takeaways from last night, and this has really sort of been stacking up on, um, you know, it's been about a year and, and basically 17 games of a sample size here. But David Roddy, I know that he gets grouped into the wing conversation with Zaire and Jake LaRavy because he was a draft pick at the wing. You know, you hope that he'd pan out. I feel like we need to stop sort of putting him in that same category. We've seen the consistency enough, right? Like the, the sample size is big enough to know David Roddy even when this team is healthy and competing at a high level, can be a, a seventh, eighth, ninth man, and you, you can have some confidence in putting him on the floor. I think that's right, and I think you make an interesting point. If you say, Jake LaRavia, Zaire Williams, and David Roddy, the three wings, they, they, they stink, right? That's not fair to David Roddy um, because he is, I mean, I think he isn't a particularly high-ceiling player. He's high floor he is, But he is a credible uh, you know, uh, part of a NBA rotation. I think that's true. He has things he can bring. And I think um, used in the right way, he brings energy, physicality. He can hit shots. Um, so I think you're right. And particularly, I do think people sometimes lose track of how hard drafting is in yep. the NBA. Look at, look at Detroit. <laughs> you know, just, like, look at Detroit. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lottery pick after lottery pick after, and they stink. It's hard to draft in the NBA. And so to get a player who was just simply credible at where they drafted David Roddy in the first round, that is not a miss. That's a hit. Yep. It's not a hit like doesn't Dane is a hit, mm-hmm. uh, but that's a hit. Um, uh, Santi Aldama, obviously a hit. And so then you've got Jake right now looks like a whiff, but to lump David Roddy in with Jake, I think you're right, is unfair. And Zaire, you know, you got lights nights like last night where they give you hope, but they just don't. I want to see him do it against credible competition, right? Consistently, 
Like right. I said, well, it, it, it's frustrating because David Roddy and Zaire Williams are like the opposite of each other when you think about like ceiling versus floor. Right. 100%. Um, and like you see that Zaire, you know, there still is that that outside chance, that chance that he could be a credible starting three for this team in the future. But you just don't see it enough. You just no. don't. And I don't think David Roddy, and no one's going to confuse him for ever being a future starting wing for this team, but you know that he's credible every single night. It's just, it's, it's a weird dynamic that we're dealing with at this current, in this current state of, of the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, obviously very different players, very different profiles. You know, one was an effective, longtime college player who was not particularly physically gifted or highly recruited, who's just a productive guy in college and sort of fits that mold of what the Grizzlies have, have often drafted. Um, and then the other is a guy who, you know, barely played in college, wasn't good in college, was drafted on his, you know, potential. Um, and you knew it would be a longer runway with him just because like his body type and his level of experience and all of that. But at some point it gets to be, you know, it does get to be put up or show, you know, shut up time. And I think we're approaching that time. Um, and so you hope that there are more nights like last night, last night was a good night. It just clearly was. And that was, that was good to see. He'll also be helped when job returns because yes. he'll, he'll be, you know, they'll run more. He'll be, he'll, he can be the recipient of those, you know, of the alley-oops. We saw one last yep. night and running alley-oop from David Roddy, but you know, there will be more of those when Jaws injecting uh, speed back into the lineup. Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Now, with the Mikey Williams news of the day, for those that don't know, Mikey Williams has pled guilty to a single count of making criminal threats in connection with a non-injury shooting outside of his home, and he will complete anger and gun safety courses by August 12th. That's the sentencing date, and the charge will be reduced to a misdemeanor. This is as good as it could have gone for Mikey Williams. But does this make you change any of your thoughts about the University of Memphis Penny, everybody else standing by him, through this whole process when he had nine felony accounts. I do think that his lawyer's clearly uh, pretty good at what he does to make this happen. Um, but does this change your change your tune in, in the slightest about how this all played out? No, I've never been one who's jumped up and down saying this is a travesty that they're doing this. You know, that's never, I thought, um, I think it's a pretty good policy that once someone gets charged with a felony, Right. Once I, I, I'll probably across the board. Once someone is charged with a felony, I think it's not a bad policy for a university to say, uh, you know, we're going to let you go, you know, follow. You know, we're right. going to we're going to we're going to say you're not associated with the university anymore. Once you've had matters cleared up, if you want to reapply, um, you can reapply or if you want to, you know, be re-recruited or whatever. I think that's just why would you need someone who is charged with a felony? Um, to be associated with your university. And so I always thought it was, um, it was uh, unnecessary and, and, and brought the university in line for um, unnecessary negative publicity. The flip side is, oh, Penny gets to say that he's someone who, you know, stands by his guys and loyalty and right. whatnot. And I can hear that argument. But so I thought it was unnecessary. Um, and I still think it was unnecessary. And it'll be interesting to see now how it plays out. Obviously, uh, he's not going to be playing this year, but um, you know, might he be able to play in college next year? Yeah, it appears that, that you know that that if this goes the way that it 
appears it will, that he'll be able to play next year somewhere yeah, then, in college, whether it's in Memphis or somewhere else. And I think people have pointed this out. I pointed it out as well. Overtime was right there when he walked out of the courtroom today. I wonder if overtime elite may be on the, may be on the right. table for him as well after all that's gone on. Yeah, I, uh, that, that would make sense. Um, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't ever need to see. I don't ever see need to see him in a Memphis uniform. But right. again, I won't be out there picketing or right. writing a columns. You know, if if he is. But um, I think it's particularly honestly, given the city we live in, and given the fact that people already disparage this program, uh, you know, unfairly often. I just don't see why you need it. You know, like, like gun violence is rampant in the city of Memphis. And so why do you need someone who pled down, you know, um, to a, to a literally pled to a felony that can then be reduced to a misdemeanor? Like, I just, why do you need that? I don't, I don't understand why you need it or would want to bring it in the city of Memphis. I think it's, this pretty, is pretty indisputable. He did take a gun and shoot at people. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. he did do that. Like I don't think anyone would dispute that he literally took a gun and shot at people. Why you want that guy wearing a Memphis uniform is beyond me. But again, I'm not going to be picketing if if that's the way. Yeah, it going. goes back to our conversation. Talent can. Uh, how good are you? Right. Right. But he's not. That's the thing. Yes. He's, he's not a, that good. You don't. You the, don't know what he'll be because yeah. I think ultimately the reason he had such a high profile is he's an entertainer on the floor, no doubt. I mean, he makes some unbelievable plays, but is he fine tuned? Is he well rounded as a basketball player? I I don't know the answer to that. I'd lean to probably not at this particular moment. I think that I'm you know I'm no scout, but I think the perception was is that two years ago he might have been considered one of the best players in that class, and then whether it was because. He didn't grow. He didn't develop. He became more celebrity than basketball player, right. or whatever else it is. He no longer is considered one of the best twenty players in that class. Like you can look at mock drafts, you won't see Mikey Williams in a, in a lot of mock drafts. And so, um, you know, this is not Jalen Duran, just to <laughs> right. take you yes. know, the guy yes. like who Jalen Duran. I'll be honest, he shoots at people, misses, um, and then pleads to a misdemeanor. I might still want to like on basketball team. <laughs> I'm not going to be a purist here, you know, but, uh, but when it's, you know, when it's Mikey, I don't really see the need. Yeah. Now, last thing for you, our last couple of things, um, the non-conference schedule for the Tigers is, uh, shaping up really well for them. We had the Ole Miss win, the Clemson win two nights ago. Then you had Virginia over A&M, which I think is sort of the best of both worlds. Virginia can raise themselves, and A&M's already the number 14 team in the country. They don't need a whole bunch of help. But Arkansas over Duke was massive. It's it's nice to see it aging that well. But um, with Ole Miss coming up on Saturday, what are your, what are your feelings? Any nerves about that? I know that uh, John Martin has said he thinks it's a toss-up. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think. Listen, I was there. Maybe one of the lowest moments of the of the Penny Hardaway era was. I mean, there have been others, but one of the lowest was two years ago. I guess it yeah. was. It was the. It was it, you know they go to Ole Miss and they get crushed, and and then there's the press conference afterwards where Penny's throwing his veterans under the bus. Do you remember that? Like, yep. and I mean that just was ugly. That's a tough place to play. And um, it's loud. I'm sure it'll be packed. Um, you know, we we saw what you, you look at Villanova goes. To, you know, Villanova loses St. Joe's yep. for heaven's sakes, right? This the, it, 
uh, Ole Miss beating Memphis will not be nearly the upset that we saw last night when St. Joe's beat Villanova. And so 100%, I think it'll be a competitive game. Obviously, the addition of Musa doesn't help um, the Memphis cause. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah. And then Chris Beard's a great coach. They guard. Now, I don't think they, you know, um, until they played NC State, they had had some problems scoring. They didn't like a particularly prolific offensive team. But um, they certainly did the other night. So yeah, I think it's a. I think it, Memphis will do well to come out of there with a with a W. Well, they they can't shoot Ole Miss, but they also limit you from the three point line, which is going to be a challenge. The Tigers are going to have to get over. They're not going to be able to. I don't think kill them from the three point line the way that they they've been solid from the three point line so far this year. I don't think they can do that against Ole Miss, but we'll see. You need Jordan Brown to show up in a big way. And I know that he was talked about today by Penny and Penny says he still thinks he can be the 16-10 guy. He's just got to get back in shape. Yeah, but he's not going to get back in shape between now and Saturday. I get that. And, and you know, um and I mean and, and so that's the problem. And so then the other question is is it like he's got to get back in shape in order to be effective? Or he's got to be in shape before I play him, right? Yeah. And and if it's the, the latter, then he's not. You know, I it, it, I would I'll be I would be interested to see the like how much of what he the what we've seen in terms of his um, failure to produce is that he's not in shape enough to be productive when he's on the floor, or is that Penny is waiting for him to be in shape before he really relies on him. Right. I think there's some of both. Because he hadn't played a lot of minutes. The most minutes he played, he's played this right. year is 20. And now, in terms, he hasn't been that productive in those minutes. So, right. which is which, though? So, if, if Penny is saying, like, I just don't think he's going to, do you think he's going to get in shape anytime, like, the, in time to help during the non-conference season? Not really, no. We I, don't, also, I don't think we you can do said, that. No. So, he's either going to have to contribute, um, in his current out of shape uh, state, or he's not going to contribute. Yep. At least during the non-conference season, when we've already established that's the whole season. Yep. And so I think you know, I, you know, I think at some point you're going to have to lean on him and say, okay, I, I wish he, I, you know, I wish he was ten pounds lighter, but we're going to still throw him the ball in the post. Mm-hmm. He still has his moments, though. He's had his moments. Not in the Bahamas, but before that, right. he had his moments. So we'll see how it all ages. But Jeff, appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Yes, sir. That's Jeff Calkins. Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. And also follow all of his work. He's a columnist at the Daily Memphian, dailymemphian.com. Again, on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. Now we need to take a trip around the National Football League. That's going to be next right here on the Gabe Coon Show. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back in on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. It's time to take a trip around the National Football League, brought to you by Longshot. The Arizona Cardinals. So Zach Ertz has been released, and this comes after he asked for a release and was granted one. This was announced by J.J. Watt, of all people, believe it or not. Um, But he wants a chance to play for a contender. Does he make a reunion with the Eagles? I think that is very likely, considering the fact that Dallas Goddard's been out for most of the year, and we know Zach Ertz has familiarity with all the guys there. I wonder if he makes a return... 
But at the same time, he only has 27 catches so far this year for under 200 yards. He's definitely slowed down the past couple of years. Maybe that has to do with the situation he's been in. Um, But I do think he could be a help for a contender as a pass-catching tight end. The Buffalo Bills. This is kind of, this is rough. Arrest warrant has been issued for, uh, in Dallas, for Von Miller. DN for the Bills, or outside linebacker for the Bills. uh, For allegedly assaulting a pregnant woman. The Dallas Police Department confirmed the warrant on Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Dallas police responded to a major disturbance call with the preliminary investigation showing that Miller and the woman got into a verbal argument and that he allegedly assaulted her. Um, The woman ended up going to the hospital, was treated for minor injuries, but this is really bad, really bad for Von Miller. We'll see how it all plays out. I, I am not privy to all of the details, but this is not a good news story for Von Miller, who is playing for a team that he really wants to make an impact on. We know how good he can be in the playoffs, um, but Von Miller is in some real hot water right now. The Las Vegas Raiders. So there's a there's a article in SI right now about the Raiders, and Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels both got fired. Uh, Josh McDaniels is the head coach, Dave Ziegler the GM. Um, but apparently Dave Ziegler wanted to move up and draft C.J. Stroud because he believed he was a generational talent. Now we see that Dave Ziegler was right, was right. But the reason they did not move up to go get C.J. Stroud, because now fired coach Josh McDaniels overruled him, vetoed him. McDaniels apparently was hell-bent on starting Jimmy G no matter what the situation was because of the three-year $75 million contract they gave to him. Um, They were going to move up to number one or number two to go get C.J. Stroud, and Josh McDaniels said absolutely not. And that also does show why Josh McDaniels should not be making decisions as a head coach for any franchise. And it should not happen ever again, quite frankly. This guy consistently steps on his own toes. He shoots himself in the foot. If Dave Ziegler was truly wanting to move up to go get a guy like C.J. Stroud, who looks as good as he does right now, and Josh McDaniels said no, that's embarrassing. That's that's very, very embarrassing. He's really bad with uh, personnel decisions. He's bad on, on field, uh, offensive game planning when he's not with Tom Brady and the Patriots. This is, if I'm a Raiders fan, this depresses me. This makes me very, very sad. But I'm already sad if I'm a Raiders fan. Don't get it twisted. The New England Patriots. Now, a couple of things for the Patriots. One, looks like the Patriots are prepping to start Bailey Zappi versus the Chargers. So I don't know what's going to happen with Mac Jones. Feels like it may be coming to an end for him. Um, and we know that they had the issues last year uh, with with Mac Jones and wanting to start Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi looked decent at times when he was in there last year. But this is not good for Mac Jones in the slightest. But also, we have the first ever Monday night football flex scheduling change. The NFL is flexing Chiefs-Patriots out of Monday Night Football in Week 15, and it's being replaced with Eagles and Seahawks. Not even Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, and the stud Chiefs could keep anyone from wanting to watch the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Everybody decided that the Patriots are not worth having out there. And obviously, I think it would be a bloodbath, ultimately, because there's just no understanding of, of... what's going on in, in the Patriot circles, where they're going to head. Bill Belichick's being talked about as a, a trade, uh, being traded to other franchises, the Panthers, the Commanders in particular. Um, but not even Patrick Mahomes could save the Patriots keeping that Monday night football game in Week 15. And I'm glad they, they flexed. I don't want to watch the Patriots versus the Chiefs. 
Eagles Seahawks is a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun. Now get ready to start the NFL week off, right? Because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Seahawks and the Cowboys, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Uh, with live betting, you'll get updated odds on games that have already started, and you can get your winnings paid fast. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Build your own or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you and FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. So visit FanDuel.com slash GabeK. That is my promo code, G-A-B-E-K, so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21-plus and present in Tennessee. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Small talk is on the way. We'll get to it next. 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by Conway Services, reputable service available seven days a week. Now, Connor, you have returned two straight weeks to your uh, your perch there at, uh, at uh, Celtic where you are hosting trivia, and also you're, uh, you're a side matchmaker. You're the modern-day hitch. But apparently this didn't work out. I, I, we have to get an update. What are the names again? I forget their names. We don't have the male's name. We have the female's We do. I, I do. I, 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 because he was here. So last week, because we didn't get to talk last Thursday, obviously, because it was Thanksgiving, Reagan came last Wednesday, who was, okay. who was the man. And then Julia came this week, who, who was the... The woman in oh, those this, are perfect in this situation. Names. Yes, perfect Reagan and Julia. Like a, a good in, ending with a rom-com, but this is not how this ended up. Yes. It, it, unfortunately, I did not. it appears I did not do a great job as Hitch, but at the same time, I also wasn't there for a few weeks, so yeah. I'm going to blame them over myself. Real quick, though, before I have to get into the story, I do want to let everybody know, 901 Wrestling Saturday night, 7 p.m. at Black Lodge, the finals of the 901 Classic Tournament, 4 are remaining, including the odds-on favorite and the star of the show, Andy Mack. Andy, Andy Mack's Mac. wife, Kate, is the helper. Uh, she she helps me out with trivia because we have so many teams there at Celtic. She's fantastic. Andy's a good dude. Go check that out this Saturday night. It will be a fun thing that you can do, 7 p.m. at Black Lodge, 405 North Cleveland. You can go do that. But So last night, I was sitting there, and Julia comes up to me, and she gives me an update on what has happened. So basically, where we left off was... Uh, you know, we they were going on a date last time I talked to the, to both of them, and I had to take a, three weeks off of trivia for some family stuff. I had a birthday, so I just decided not to do trivia for a little bit. And it appears that during my break, it completely fell apart. But we do have some drama. We have Reagan saying that it got awkward. We have Julia saying that he ghosted her and, oh, and that he didn't step Reagan. up to the plate. From my opinion, from after hearing both sides, I think it's a bit more on the guy's side. Sounds like he didn't step up to the he plate. Fumbled the bag. He, he fumbled the bag. He fumbled the bag. He fumbled the bag. Julia seems like a pretty cool girl, and he fumbled that. But I understand that sometimes things don't work out. I did find out, though, days, days, Gabe, after the ghosting happened, they were seated right next to each other at Trivia okay. on a Wednesday night, and I wasn't So you're, there. you're trying to keep hope alive? Trying, no, it's gone. Okay. Hope oh, is it's, died. It's done. Hope it's... has completely died. And I also got reports that there was a second there was a second pairing between friend groups that also died. So they've tried it not once but twice, and love is not prevailing at Celtic on Trivia. 
If anybody wants to come to trivia night and they are single, I have I have Reagan ready to talk, and I have Julia ready to talk, and they're ready to go. They are excited. They want love. Come come find love Must this, this holiday season. If he fumbled the well, bag here's, that here's bad, the come so, on. So what we didn't get, we're not going to get our Thanksgiving Netflix film. But what we can get, Gabe, yes. is a Hallmark Christmas movie <laughs> at Celtic on Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. During general knowledge trivia, which we're doing festive general knowledge trivia, by the way. It's festive general knowledge trivia. Last night, we were supposed to do festive names over, you know, funny Can names. I be honest, and it was though? the dirtiest names I've ever gotten. Yes. I, I mean, there were children in Celtic last night that I had to apologize. We can't, we can't bring them to air. They're not safe for air. work. I sent you a few of them, and it's just, oh, my um, gosh. Can I be honest, though, with this whole love story and, yeah. and how this has, has transpired? I'm disappointed in Reagan. I'm very I'm disappointed, I, I'm disappointed in, the, in, in Reagan. The, and and the male presence. I think what I'm disappointed in is the way it began. He really like stepped she up. must be a shy guy. Shy, shy. He seems end, a little like, shy. That's know. why I don't I don't want to cast dispersions too much. You know, sometimes things don't work out. Sometimes you hope there's chemistry there and things just explode. You know, maybe the chemistry wasn't right, but it appears as if sometimes he you have had to take it on yourself. Court. You have to have some confidence in yourself to right. go make things happen. It doesn't feel like you got that from Reagan's side of this whole thing. It, I, it appears that we did not. It, but you know, I don't want to. Maybe things happen behind closed doors that we don't know about, and that's why it didn't work out. But again. To all of the, the singles out there that are between the ages of 18 and 23, I think that's how old they are. I, I don't have exact ages. Come out to Celtic. Maybe we can find you some love. Oh, okay. And you can be a part of a Hallmark movie. Maybe not a Netflix Thanksgiving, but a Hallmark Christmas film going down at Celtic. Do you watch Hallmark Christmas films? I, are you, are you, know, you a Hallmark movie watcher? So I, some people swear by them. We are not, but we will check them out every once in a while. My good buddy, Charlie Ridgely, who is a uh, film critic that lives in Nashville, he is on on a mission right now to watch as many Hallmark Christmas movies as he can. So he sends They're all me the, the same. He sends me, ah! There's a couple good ones this year, apparently. Okay. It seems like there's a few good ones this year, so I think uh, people can go check them out. Drag and drop, happy ending, though. Sure. That's, that's yeah, Hallmark. Some, yeah, woman moves back home for the Christmas season. <laughs> she has a deadbeat boyfriend, hometown guy. They fall in scraggly, love. Hey, they fall in back, love. He's they got fall a backwards in love hat, and get married in a like lot 10 of days. Yeah. The guy, the, the guy's on the outside. He catches the other guy cheating or something, like flirting with other girls. It, but in ten days, they fall in love. We go. And, and the guy, and the guy's always saying, "I've I've been here the whole time." You know, it's been ten. It's been ten days. He probably had they a crush on her each in other high since school. high school. Yeah, and it's been like ten years. You know. Listen, we can write one. We could do it. I think so. Well, I don't. I don't get the sense that they actually write them. I, I, you just make up different names. Chat GPT. Drag and drop. You say Hallmark Christmas movie. Bang. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's, well, I guess with the new writer's agreement, there has to be a writer. It can't just be AI. So we could be the writers. <laughs> we can, okay, we can do it. We can do it. Now we have uh, 45 minutes left in the show before we pass you off to uh, Thursday Night Football with the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. But before then, we have to get some Memphis football news. And Frank Bonner from the Daily Memphian is next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.